get in touch with, with Amy or Joy and they will do everything they can in their power to get you to come out to one of their farms or for a day out and it is brilliant and the kids learn so much. Do it. You're listening to the Royal Agricultural University. www.raau.ac.uk Hello, my name is Adam Larking and I'm out standing in a field belonging to Abbey Home Farm just outside of Sirencester. This is one of the farms which the Royal Agricultural University uses for their farm-to-fork days and today I'm joining 16 children from Braden Forest School who've been brought here by the RAU's outreach department. Hopefully you'll hear enough to convince you to pick up the phone, send an email to get the RAU to organise one of your very own education-rich farm-to-fork days. At the very beginning of this podcast you heard the voice of Sarah Jones, a teacher from Braden Forest School who brought her children along to a farm-to-yarn day. We'll hear more from her later, but in the meantime, let's hear what Amy Murfin has to say. Amy works for Outreach, and you'll be able to speak to her when you call them to set up a special subject enrichment day. Here's what she has to say about the day and about the hands-on approach the university adopts when carrying out the day. Um, With the Farm to Fork days, it's very much hands-on. So it's into wellies, into your overalls and out onto the farms. They would have the opportunity to to try things like milking a cow, picking a chicken up to collect the eggs from underneath, having a go at tractor driving things that they wouldn't have, have necessarily had to go at before. So for many young people, this is the first opportunity of experiencing a farm and we really want them to s- smell it, feel it, touch it, taste it, you name it, use their senses to experience the, the whole thing. I think it just gives them a, a better understanding. They're then able to bring that into things like um, our food debates where we often find that um, a quieter member of the group may well feel quite strongly, want to get their point across and then becomes an active member of of a group discussion which is something that they may not feel that comfortable in um, back in the classroom. We also use our student ambassadors, um, which are actually students from the Royal Agricultural University at the moment. They're best placed to answer any questions from the children um, as we go around the farm. It's a really nice subject enrichment day to be involved in because it, it doesn't matter what their educational ability is in the classroom. It's breaking down boundaries. It's getting um, children talking to each other um, and having fun. Oh, one, two, eight, five. Eight eight nine eight four zero. Oh. As Amy mentioned, there the student ambassadors play an important role in engaging the children throughout the day, making it a memorable all-round learning experience. I spoke to three of these student ambassadors, Nicola, Pip, and Jax, and this is what they had to say about their role on the days. When the school groups do come to us, we're almost a facilitator. So we're the bridge, really, between, I suppose, the visiting students and the staff that are delivering the day. Perhaps if some of the children have a question that hasn't been answered and they're almost slightly too worried to speak up, I suppose we're there. We're almost in the same position, really, because quite often it's a learning experience for us as well. 
by interacting with them on a personal basis, asking them questions about what they think to make them feel at ease, to make them feel comfortable, to show them that if you can do it, that they can do it, that it's possible, and to give them sort of a broader knowledge by the end of the session than they arrived with at the start. The principal role of a student ambassador is to educate pupils about higher education and to encourage them to think through the options for once they have left school. We don't pressure them to come to the RAU. We try and encourage them to do things they're interested in, whether it's engineering or textiles or whatever it is. So I think we understand that not everyone can come here. One of my better days that I've done with Outreach was uh, the chicken day that we called it. And we'd studied everything from how organic chickens were, I suppose, reared to right through to the slaughter process. I also think that um, our role is to inspire um, pupils to see and do different things, especially on some of the days we do here. They get somebody nearer to their own age so they can look up to us in a way they wouldn't necessarily look up to their teachers. The staff that run the sessions have a group of children, say 20, 30 in size. To have student ambassadors there as well, we can back up what the staff are saying by having one-to-one conversations with children or speaking to them in smaller groups. You can keep the group together, you can help engage different students as you go around the farm, ones that may be at the back or the front of the group. You know, something even as simple as holding a herb or trying to eat a herb, I think it's always awkward for that first person to step forward and do it. And so I suppose we're sort of the the designated have a go, really. It's always good to be able to learn things firsthand and then obviously encourage them to form their opinions and then deliver them as well. We had a classroom session following with quite a lively debate. So again, that's really reflective of university study, I think, as well. The student ambassadors there providing an engagement to the day that the children might otherwise not experience were they not to be involved. Let's go to the farm refectory again to hear more from Sarah Jones, a teacher who brought her pupils along to the farm to Fork Day. Um, My name's Sarah Jones and I'm from Braden Forest School and we've come out today, we've called it a farm and yarn day today, so we've got half of us are on the farm and half of us have been doing things with yarn and then we're swapping this afternoon. So what are the kids actually doing? They have gone round the farm, so they've seen um, the farm in working order, which is very different to anything they've probably seen before. And they, they've they been looking at sheep. They have seen where the wool that they will be using this afternoon has come from. So the group that I've been with, they have been using the wool this morning and they have been weaving today. And how does that influence their schoolwork? It impacts in so many ways. We've talked about history, we've talked about geography, we've talked about a bit of science, textiles, food, obviously. So it is really cross-curricular. It's a bit of everything, which is brilliant because I think I didn't realise how cross-curricular it was going to be until I was listening to people and I've been really sort of amazed at some of the things we've learnt this morning. So it's brilliant. And just to speak to them, them telling you what they were, they, they've learnt and things, they were really animated, they were happy, they were really enjoying what they were doing. A lot of children get more benefit from learning by doing and learning by seeing as opposed to learning by being talked at for these guys when they were watching the lady doing the the weaving that you could see them all sort of puzzled looking at it and then when they got their hands onto it they were like oh right i get it now you know it's actually doing it which makes the difference i'm sure have you done anything about the industrial revolution and stuff like that yeah yeah so this hand loom weaving which is what i do on a loom like this is what everybody would have done around here in the 15, 16, 1700s. 
I think because we've got a mixed group, so we've got year seven, eight, and nine, so we've got a few of each year group. For instance, Alice is quite a quiet little girl, she can be, but she came along and she helped some of the boys in an older year group because they didn't know what they were doing. So just for them to sort of interact with people they wouldn't normally interact with is, is a really good thing as well because they never, sort of in school time, maybe at lunchtime and break time, they might sort of see each other, but they wouldn't be put in a small space together where they have to get on with each other. So that just that is a, a brilliant thing in itself and the confidence they're, they're asking questions of people they don't know and so that's a really good thing in itself because let's face it they're going to go out into the wide world and they've got to talk to strange people <laughs> but actually before the industrial revolution practically everybody in the world wore hand-woven clothes because they didn't wear much knitting i'm talking about you know all over the india the continent everywhere Okay, so you're all going to have a frame. Some of them are, are, are starting to put the wall on some of them. These ones haven't, so we'll do these for you. So you need a frame and you need one of these. This is called a little beater. It covers so many areas of the national curriculum. We've got um, the humanities areas. We're thinking about globally because we've talked about India. We've talked about fair trade. We've talked about sort of the agricultural side, so the land. We've talked about the food. We've talked about textile. We've just talked about all sorts. So it ticks so many boxes. And we have got a huge variety of children that we've brought with us as well. So children from disadvantaged families where they, they would never come somewhere like this and see things like this and get this opportunity. So it's a brilliant opportunity for them to be out and about. Sarah Jones there, talking about how good the day is for her and her pupils. The day that I witnessed was a farm-to-yarn day, where the children saw how sheep were reared, shorn, and then how the wool was dyed and turned into yarn, which they used in their weaving workshop. But there are many other types of days available to you and your school, not just the farm-to-fork-themed days. Here's Amy Murfin again to explain what else you could have laid on for you. So with the Farm to Fork Subject Enrichment Days, we can break that down further to different themes. So, for example, we've had um, a dairy day where we we get um, the children making cheese, milking cows. At the end of the visit, they will understand what the cow needs to eat to be able to produce the milk, the life cycle of the cow, and how that milk goes from the the farm then onto to the shelves of the supermarket. At the moment in RS, we're doing about fair trade products and how the first like the middleman takes a lot of the money and so this kind of relates to that because we talked about how the Indian family get their direct salary from the farm which is quite good because they don't have any people trying to barter with them and get less money and so that links in with my RS and it also links with the organic side of our school because we try to be quite a healthy school and it's just a lot of fair trade and good stuff. Um, we also do an egg and chicken day where we get young people, the children involved in collecting the eggs. Um, they visit the chickens, find out what the chickens eat and how they produce um, the eggs. They also understand the difference between the, the layer chickens and the, the table birds, hearing how they're raised, how they're different to the layer chickens, and um, right through to the slaughter and um, then the processing for the shop. Describe to me what um, happened this morning. We split into two groups and then um, our group went to the farm shop um, to see all the um, textiles um, 
products that um, has been made? Um, I don't know. I just love working with animals, and it's it's a fun opportunity to get outdoors. We offer um, STEM workshops at our Rural Innovation Centre at our farm, Harn Hill. Here we've got excellent facilities to be able to demonstrate those core subjects of the science, technology, engineering and maths. So we can demonstrate them in a practical way. So, for example, we have a tractor that's in pieces so that the the children are able to see exactly what it's made up of, how it works how they would use maths, for example, to to plough a field or how they might look at mechanical engineering, why a farmer might need to know those practical skills. So actually it gives them a sense of, oh yes, I I understand exactly what that is because I've seen it demonstrated. Do you think you're going to go to university? Yes. You do? And you? Hopefully, yeah. (laughs) What do you want to do? Um, Something to do with, like... Um, designing and like maths and science kind of. We're going to look at like the sheep and where the wool and the meat from the farm shop actually comes from and see how they farm organically compared to other farms. On a typical day, we would start off helping with the tour of the farm, um, answering questions, putting things in pers- into perspective um, for the pupils. Um, explaining things they don't understand. They think more broadly, they often have a number of different thoughts and probably emotions on how the day has gone and how that might influence what they eat or where their food comes from or where they go to buy food in the future. When it comes to the farm to fork days, you engage all the senses. I think especially when it comes to things like visual learning as well. If people can see a process happening, it's completely different to, I suppose, seeing it slide by slide on a PowerPoint. So another subject enrichment day is our river walking, which ties really nicely into the Key Stage 3 and 4 national curriculum. Um, This involves taking an academic with us to a local water park where we get into our waders and wallies um, into the river and we're able to to walk up the river, learning about the different ecosystems, um, the the fish, and also about the invasive species that you might find on our local rivers. pH is whether it's acid or alkali, so if it's high pH, it's quite alkali. Okay. Okay, we're going to go through the wood. Keep your eyes open as we go, because there are lots of things to look at on the way. And it's just the route. I think that the overall impact of the, the farm to fork days, it puts children out of their comfort zone and makes them address situations with reality rather than just assuming that all food comes from a supermarket and is all sort of fun and happy when actually when you see a chicken being slaughtered, then the immediate attitude is to not eat chicken. When in fact, you've eaten chicken for the last 15 years of your life. We also offer a science subject enrichment day for the biology and chemistry core subjects. And this involves collecting soil samples from one of our farms. We would then bring them back to our laboratories on the university campus and have a look at their acidity and alkaline, for example, um, so that the children can understand how that affects what can be grown in that field and what the best yield for the, for the field might, might be. 
So what we find is that the pupils are then armed with a practical example of, of how the subjects that they're learning out of a textbook at school actually are used in careers within the land-based industries, careers that they might not have thought about, for example, um, a career as an agronomist. If I'd seen something like this when I was their age at school, I'd be like, wow, do you know what? There were all these extra opportunities. I could do this or I could do that. I grew up somewhere where I didn't have access to things like this, and nor do they normally. But now they've been brought out, and I'm not saying they're all going to go and turn into weavers, for instance, or farmers, like you say, but actually it's shown them that there are other places to go. The students that they've been able to talk to to find out about different ways and I think both the students have done different courses so there's been extra things that they can ask them about. You see the ones that are losing their fleece over here there's two. Although we're trying to create a stress-free environment for them if they've had stress it will manifest itself with the wool becoming brittle so it will it will break and they'll lose they'll start to shed. And so there we go mum's over there right now let's see what happens. Now this is like, you know, you didn't come home when you were supposed to. Yeah. I've been ringing you, you've had your phone on silent. It's a very different noise as well, isn't it? Yeah, this is more of a... Where are you? Okay. So look, so she's saying... And I bet you, the first thing when they get back together, the lamb will have a drink. Okay, straight across there. No, no, yeah, here we go. There you go. Straight in. And there goes the tail. You see the tails go? What would you say to other teachers? What, what? Oh, come out. You know, get in touch with them. It's such a brilliant opportunity. The kids have been looking forward to it for weeks and weeks, especially because they want to put the wellies on. <laughs> to set up a trip, it, it's very easy. Um, Amy and Joy do everything for you so they'll send you the risk assessments they will send you um, the details of how you get here if you need a coach they'll sort out the coach so from that side of it is really good my side was just the fiddly bit was going through all the school's procedures and all the form filling there but actually once you've done it once it's not that hard so it's well worth filling in the forms email outreach at rau.ac.uk well that's it for this podcast Thank you to Braden Forrest's Sarah Jones, to student ambassadors Jax, Pip and Nicola, and of course to Amy Murfin from the Outreach Department of the RAU. Amy and her colleague Joy Amy are waiting for your call right now. My name is Adam Larkin, and until the next time, goodbye. This podcast was brought to you by the Royal Agricultural University and littlesmasher.com.